A lot of people have a difficult time deciding what career path they want to choose for their future and that's quite understandable because it is a big decision to make. If you're watching this video you're probably considering architecture as a career path for yourself and good on you because it's quite a good career path but I want to ask you five questions whether architecture is the right choice for you. Let's get into it. I want to split this video up into three parts. First of all, we'll be considering the preparation. These are the questions that I would have asked myself before I chose architecture to decide whether it really is something I'm passionate about. And the second question that I'll be asking you is, or the second set of questions I'll be asking you is about the skill sets, you know, whether you're good at maths and science and English and all these kind of skills that an architect needs or apparently needs. We'll soon get into that. And the final segment of this video will be looking at the final question, which I won't reveal until later, but I will also be giving you some advice as to where to go from here if you decide to choose architecture or even just some good advice for you, even if you don't decide to choose architecture as a career. So the first question I would ask myself is, why am I considering architecture as a career path? Like, do you really have a clear reason as to why you're choosing architecture or thinking about architecture? Are you getting forced into it by your parents? Are you choosing it because a friend's doing it or because you've seen something on TV that makes you think that architecture is going to be great? There's definitely nothing wrong with those things. Ted Mosby definitely played a part as to why I'm choosing to be an architect. Or on the flip side, are you thinking about the money? But if you're thinking about it for that reason, I would probably consider doing something else. Do you have a passion for buildings? Do you have a passion for design and problem solving? What are the reasons that you're considering architecture as a career? This question alone should solve a lot of problems for you or a lot of concerns for you. Because a lot of the time we don't actually think as to why we are choosing something that we're doing. It might be that we apply for architecture because a friend's doing it and we kind of just don't even know what it is. So that kind of leads into question two of preparation, which is what do I think architecture would involve? As you're going along, I would probably write the answers to these questions down. It will really help you out, trust me. Write down what you think being an architect would mean to you. Actually see yourself doing it by visualizing it. You know, think 10 years down the track, you're an architect. What are you doing every single day? Do you see yourself doing that every single day? Do you even know what an architect does? If not, that's okay, but now you can research about it. Visualization is so powerful. If you can see yourself doing architecture 10 years from now, you know, and you can visualize what that feels like, what it's like for yourself, you can decide from that whether it's something that you would like to do every single day, five days a week for the rest of your life. So now we'll be moving into the skill set. And the first one is, are you creative? And this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be good at, you know, art, drawing, painting, those kind of creative skills. I honestly don't think you need any of them to get started as an architect. But what's more important is, do you have a creative mindset? Do you think outside the box? Do you enjoy problem solving? Are you good at problem solving? Ultimately, it's a job that requires you to solve problems for a client. Problem solving is a form of creativity. So are you creative? Are you a good problem solver? That is the first skill set question I would ask myself. Secondly, are you a people person? If not, that's okay. I'm a pretty big introvert myself, but there's such a wide scope to the profession that there's a place for everyone really. However, saying that architecture has never really been a sole profession. It's not just about working by yourself for yourself. Of course, there are people that do everything themselves, 
that is very rare in the architecture engineering construction industry. The idea of there being the head architect who, you know, manages a whole team and does everything themselves, you know, that's kind of a concept from, uh, you know, the olden days. Architecture now is very much a team game. It's very much a team profession and it involves working with a lot of different people from contractors, engineers, specialists and clients and the list goes on and on and on. It's unavoidable that you'll have to work with people and you have to be effective at doing so. But in both situations with the head architect and the team architect, both of those situations involve working with other people. So are you a people person? Are you good at communication and communicating with other people? I don't mention having to be good at maths or science or any of those kind of practical skills because I don't really believe you need them in order to study architecture. Obviously there's you know some kind of problem solving and creativity involved in maths and science and art and any kind of drawing and painting, those kind of skills, but they aren't necessary to study architecture. Any mathematical or scientific equations that you'll need to learn as an architect will be learnt once you actually start your architecture education. Any kind of painting or hand drawing skills or software skills you need to know, they will be taught to you in architecture school. So I wouldn't get too caught up about them right now. If you have those skills, definitely, definitely a good idea to practice those and to have those skills beforehand. But if you don't, it's not setting you back any further than anyone else starting architecture. So we are now into the final segment, the final question, which is, do you think that you'll be able to sustain putting in 110% effort for the next 50 years of your career and your education? A job shouldn't be something that you just do five days a week to pay the bills. It should be something that you're passionate about, something you enjoy, something that isn't considered as work. Because you can get paid for anything you do. You can get paid for anything you love doing. You don't have to do something for the sake of paying the bills. If you're deciding to do architecture because it's a safe job and it pays well, it's got job security, etc., you might want to reconsider why you're choosing architecture. It's when you get paid to do what you love that it's not considered work. That's when you can sustain a 110% effort for the next 50 years of your career in education. Because you wake up, you're fired up to do what you're doing and you get paid for it. That's much more rewarding than waking up to do something, pay the bills, go to bed, start your next day to do the same thing. So that would be my final question to you. Are you willing to put in 110% effort and sustain that over the next 50 years? Is architecture something that fires you up and gets you really energized or is it something that you just want to do for the sake of doing, whether it be for money or whether it be for status or doing it for the sake of doing it because Ted Mosby did it? And I'm not going to claim I'm like that. I definitely couldn't say yes to this question when I was deciding to choose my future career in architecture. But over time, you find that passion by doing it. You can build it up by actually doing it and finding what you like, finding what you don't like, and then scrapping and ignoring the things you don't like, and then just focusing on what you really enjoy inside the profession. Often in high school, our teachers will tell us, you know, if you're bad at maths and you're really good at art, they'll say, you know, maybe spend a little less time on art and try and get better at maths. They say to focus on your weaknesses, not your strengths. If you're not good at maths and you hate it, but you're good at art and you love it, Drop maths and go all in on art. That's my kind of advice to you. If you just double down on the things that you're good at, you'll become great at them and you'll attract success and you'll find ways to make money doing it. 
You don't have to do something just to pay the bills. So there you have it, that's my ramble. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, please do leave a thumbs up on it. I always appreciate you guys leaving comments down below as well. I love uh, commenting on all your comments. I love replying to them. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you click that subscribe button and hit the bell as well so you don't miss out on future videos. And until next time, guys, I will see you in the next video. Merry Christmas to everyone and a Happy New Year.